Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Torah Psych 101, where if you love Torah and you love psychology, this is the podcast you have been waiting for. I am your host, Dr. Jonathan Lassen. Let's get right into it. In the society where we look at how people are polling, especially with our elected officials, it's always fascinating to see when the do num- the poll numbers fall in a drastic way and when do they rise. So it's interesting to note that they tend to fall more drastically after a person, a politician, in this case, let's say we're talking about a politician, after their own chief advisors start to doubt their worthiness and their credibility. And we see this among presidents, among vice presidents, governors, mayors, entertainers. And when you lose your credibility among your own people, you start to tank in the polls. Paro in this parasha was one of those politicians who was never able to see past his own delusional, narcissistic lens. And he always viewed himself as sort of a god, even after his own deity, namely the Nile River, was manipulated by his own people. We saw that the magicians were able to turn the water into blood, just like the Jewish people were, just like Moshe was able to turn it into blood. So when it comes to the first of the three makas and bow, which is the mak of Arba, uh, that of locusts, Paro is, is even taken to task by his own servants, who ask him rhetorically, it says in the Pasuk, Vayomer, uh, Avde Paro, a love, the servants of Paro say to him, How long will this be a snare for us? Let, the, let these people go and serve Hashem their God. Would you like to be the first one to know that Egypt has been destroyed? So at this point, we can assume that Paro's own people were starting to doubt him. But it had to begin with a mortal human like Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Akoin to convince other mortal humans, namely the uh, the Avde Paro, the servants of Paro, that their leader was not really going to be much of a help to them. So the question is, what was it that precipitated this change of heart from the servants of Paro? Meaning, why did the Avde Paro start to start to think, hey, maybe Paro is not all that he cuts. He's uh, you know, he makes himself out to be. So I believe it stems from a specific action that left an impression on the Abde Paro, and that was Moshe Rabbeinu, when he physically turned his back on Paro, it says, Vayifen, Vayetze Meim Paro, that he, he physically, he turned around, this is not something that you typically do to a king. So Moshe, after you know reviewing with Paro what was going to happen when the locusts would come, he physically turns his back on Paro, and... He uh, he leaves there. He he um, leaves this, and he's there with just the servants. So Paro must have realized that this chess game was now a mortal versus a mortal, Paro versus Moshe. As we see later, the Paro drives Moshe and Aaron out of his palace, and according to the Aruchaim, he, he says that this was kind of payback for Paro um, from Paro to Moshe for Moshe turning his back on him. So I think there was. Also, another turning point in the story that Paro might have really become emboldened after this whole incident, because after the locust swarm, he says that not only have I sinned to Hashem, but I've also sinned to you, Moshe Rabbeinu. He saw that something had changed, and Moshe was taking this personally because he turned his back on Paro, in which we can say that he, Moshe was a little bit angry at the time. 
So he says, I've also sinned against you, Moshe and Aaron. And this is a, you know, really interesting lesson about how when people are narcissistic and they're following their delusional thought uh, patterns, they end up falling and people start to see through right through it. Um, People who who uh, they think that their their advisors are going to stick with them for the long haul they sometimes will find out that that's not going to be the case when they are acting in that narcissistic way. So that's that's one one point that I wanted to make. The only lingering question that I have that I still don't have an answer to, but anyone is willing to chime in, that why does it only say that Moshe turned his back on Paro when in fact when they were giving this whole speech to to uh, Paro about the locusts, it was Moshe and Aaron who appeared in front of Paro to warn him about the locusts. So my question is, what was Aaron doing when Moshe turned his back and left Paro? It only says, that he turned his back, that Moshe turned his back and left from Paro. So I haven't seen an answer to it. If anybody has one, please uh, feel free to email me or you know, leave me a text, call me, get in contact with me. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I am Dr. Jonathan Lassen, a therapist, educator, and lifelong learner. I'd love to hear your comments, thoughts, and suggestions by emailing me at jonathanlassen2018 at gmail.com. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-L-A-S-S-O-N 2018 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you and learning from you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and are psyched for our next Torah Psych Podcast.